What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Cause my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome everybody to a special edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. This is Art Stapleton, and I am in the press box at Levi Stadium. It is uh, late back home, and the New York Giants road trip is finally over. Two games in five days, a big-time comeback in Arizona, and now a big-time come down against the San Francisco 49ers. Final score, 30-12. to 12. Um, I'd say... Uh, some point late in the third quarter it's 20 to 12 and Daniel Jones fires a little bit high to Darren Waller on an over route that had that been completed maybe the Giants make this interesting down the stretch but overall I think it's pretty pretty easy to see that one team is right now set up to challenge for the Super Bowl and another team is trying to find itself still And, you know, at some point during this game, you've got to take it for what it is. And, you know, it's funny. Before the game, it's, oh, the Giants are going to get killed. There's no Saquon Barkley, no Andrew Thomas. Ben Bredesen is not in the lineup. Aziz Ojolari is not playing. And, you know, oh, why are the Giants even going to show up? And then they compete. And show that that competitive edge that you've been wanting to see, especially from the defense. And then you start talking about that, and you know you've got a certain segment of the fan base who just doesn't want to look at this for what it is. Yes, the Giants are not at the 49ers level. If you thought they were coming into this game, then I don't know what you're watching. They are one and two right now. The season has to begin next Monday night against the Seattle Seahawks at home in MetLife Stadium. The Giants need Andrew Thomas healthy. They need to get Ben Bredesen healthy out of the concussion protocol. We'll see what happens with Saquon Barkley. But the reality is this team showed an edge tonight at times, and that was a good thing. For all the critics that said that they rolled over in week one against the Cowboys in a, just an absolute embarrassing blowout. This was not embarrassing. Now, there's plenty to fix for the Giants. Absolutely plenty to fix. The missed tackles on Sunday against Arizona showed up again. But you have to put that in perspective. This was a short week. The Giants didn't have one padded practice the entire week. They practiced two days, and they were both walkthroughs. So you're surprised that they're having a difficult time tackling George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. Let's be real here. This is not a homer stance from me. This is the Giants trying to play up to a caliber of ball that they are not at yet. This is not lowering the bar for the New York Giants. 
The bar is there. You need to compete with these teams. You don't see the Eagles until Christmas. And you haven't been able to compete and beat the Cowboys and the 49ers who might be in the top three in the NFC. And I don't know how many arguments there are. Now, obviously, the Cowboys now are dealing with Trayvon Diggs. He's out for the season, tearing his ACL in practice. That's a brutal setback for the Cowboys. But this is where the Giants are right now. You know, they scored points in the first half for the first time this season. Yay. Nobody's looking at that and saying that there were encouraging signs for this team, especially defensively. And then all of a sudden that, you know, 30-12 to 12 turns into, boy, we almost had them. That's not the case. And walking in the Giants' locker room, that's certainly not the case after the game. The Giants aren't looking at it that way. To a man, everybody I talked to, no one said, you know, we feel good about ourselves. It's one and two, they're getting on a plane, they're going home, and then they have a long break. Mentally this weekend, they'll have off, they'll come back Monday, and then they'll finally get back on the practice field on Tuesday. And then have Wednesday off and then work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. They'll have Sunday off for the day before the game. And then they'll play Monday night against Seattle. Good team. Was in the playoffs. They're going to test the Giants. The Giants need to find something out of these two games that they can build off of. And that's the reality. They didn't have their version of Christian McCaffrey on the field tonight. They didn't have their version of Trent Williams on the field tonight. Shane Lemieux started at left guard. Shane Lemieux hasn't played a full game until tonight since the pandemic. You know, you are starting against arguably the best defensive front in football with Nick Bosa and Hargrave and Drake Jackson. You are starting, as we talked about the other day, essentially a rookie at left tackle in Josh Azudu, who hadn't played left tackle in a game since college. You're putting Lemieux at left guard tonight. You have a rookie at center in John Michael Schmitz. At right guard, you have Marcus McKeithen, who's essentially a rookie, missed all of his rookie season due to an ACL. And then you have Evan Neal at right tackle, who had to see Nick Bosa the entire game. So... Let's be realistic. We're not being complimentary for the Giants by saying, hey, look, they only lost 30-12. to But there are things you can take out of this game. Micah McFadden was tremendous. Sunday, he didn't look like he belonged on an NFL field. He played great today. Got to give him credit for stepping up. The connection between Daniel Jones and Darren Waller today was not great. They just seem to be a hair off. It happens. And they're not good enough as a team to overcome that. You know, they needed Waller. They needed Jones to play above the X's and O's to just dominate. But you're not going to dominate a team like San Francisco. Other than the Eagles, and maybe even more so than the Eagles, 
they have the talent on this field. 11 players who have either been named All-Pro or Pro Bowlers. That's talent. The Giants don't have that. So nobody's forgiving a loss in prime time on national television. They all need, well, not even national television, national streaming, worldwide streaming on Amazon Prime, uh, locally on Fox. But, you know, I do like some of the things that the Giants did. Wondell Robinson came back. One of the big things right now and big questions moving forward is where does Sterling Shepard fit in on this offense with Wondell coming back? Uh, did not see Shep on the field much. Looking forward to seeing the official snap counts. But um, that's going to be an interesting thing to see how this offense takes shape as far as who's playing, who isn't. Who's getting the opportunities? Who isn't? Um, you know, I just think tonight is a perfect example of the talent difference. The Giants were certainly shorthanded, and they didn't play well. I mean, they made mistakes. They had opportunities. If they make a play, there were three different third and longs, all of which the 49ers converted. That the Giants make a play on one of those third downs, maybe it's a different ball game. But it's not. It wasn't a different ball game. You lost. You're one and two. No one's saying you deserve to win the football game. But again, I can take things out of this game and watch it and say, you know what? This team didn't quit. Two weeks ago, they were being accused of quitting against the Cowboys. That's a positive. This defense kind of had some fire tonight. They played with with a little edge, a little chip, and that's what they need to get back to. That's what they're going to need on Monday night against Seattle, which won't be a good, an easy game. Seattle's going to be probably favored when they get to MetLife Stadium in week four. But the Giants need to figure out a way to try to put things together. They did get some pressure. They blitz a ton tonight against Brock Purdy. He made one great throw today, and that was the touchdown to Debo Samuel. The Giants didn't have any luck of the bounce today. Several plays, their defenders tipped balls up in the air, and what should have been interceptions were not. They were a, a, a half a step away, you know, however that happened. And then late in the game, Daniel Jones throws a slant to Darren Waller. Of course, it's well covered. The ball pops up in the air. And it's an easy interception for San Francisco. Giants had some penalties that went against them. The one that I could think of, even though the Giants got got the stop on it, is that Kayvon Thibodeau got called for illegal contact against... George Kittle, and he was within five yards. It happens. They're not good enough to overcome penalties that go against them. They had no explosives today, the Giants. I'm not sure why Jalen Hyatt didn't play more than he actually did. I think he has to. Um, Maybe you, you look at the 49ers and say, 
it's obvious the Giants were trying to get the ball out as quickly as possible. They had very little running game without Saquon Barkley and without the players that they have up front, Andrew Thomas and Ben Bredesen, two starters. We'll see. We'll see if the Giants can do something about, you know, filling that left guard spot. You know, I'm not sure what they're going to do in terms of the tryout with Justin Pugh. Will they bring Justin Pugh back? I'm not sure. I don't know if they believe Justin Pugh is a better option at left guard than, let's say, Josh Azudu. Um, but that certainly happened. That certainly was an opportunity to be able to check out a guy that might be an upgrade in that position. So we'll have to wait and see. But like I said, I wanted to get on here and do the post game podcast that we promised and um we will be back at it next week but flying home in the morning can't wait it's been a long week out here in arizona and san francisco we're not used to these road trips and neither are the giants so um you come out of here one and one it's not what you want it's not where you want to be but you're one and two and you have an opportunity here It's not going to be easy the next couple weeks. You play good teams. You play teams that were in the playoffs last year. Seattle, then on the road at Miami and at Buffalo in prime time. You're going to have to do what you got to do to get back and get better. Giants have a lot of work to do, a a lot to fix. Can they fix it? It's going to be fun to watch and see if they can actually grow into a team again that could be someone who competes and butts heads with other teams that are going to the playoffs appreciate you always for being all in i'm all in and i am out from santa clara catch you next week in new jersey appreciate you listening all week following all of our coverage and we'll be back show returns next week